Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Well, look at who's here. The world traveler. You were, you, what was up with that noise? You were a maniac. I've been a lot of places in the last two weeks. Yeah. For an entire week, you were a maniac. Yeah. You, you had your friend come into the country on uh, Monday before Thanksgiving. Yep. And then, and then she was in New York here. and finally made it here. She yeah. came here Wednesday night yep. of Thanksgiving. We Not fed very her, late. We, we fed, fed her, her dinner. Her first ever turkey. Yeah, she had turkey. We were here on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And um, that was interesting. And then we carted her to all the touristy dang things that you do. Man, we did the strip. We did Fremont. We did the strip again. We did Fremont again. Yeah, it was... But, you know, it was smart the way you guys did that. You yeah. planned the Fremont Street shopping during the day. I mean, it didn't stop her from having to go back and getting T-shirts. but Yeah, but you did a good job on that. I thought that was a smart approach. Um, get the shopping out of the way. That way yeah. you're not trying to do both. Right. And the nighttime, it was kind of more interesting to look around at the people and see what was going right. on. Uh, and then we were going to go watch um, the band Velvet Elvis play. So that was kind of... It was a good time for her. Check them out. She seemed, she seemed to have a good time. Check them out. They're fantastic. At Velvet Elvis LV on Instagram. But then she had to go and um, go Not, to Dallas. No. Before that, I actually left at 4 o'clock in the morning, drove to Los Angeles, drove all around yeah. Los Angeles, and then left for Palm Springs from Los Angeles at 8 p.m. that night. No, I got there like 8.40, so I must have left earlier than 8. Yeah, it was, it was close to and 7. And then the next day, Tuesday, drove back to Vegas. Then Wednesday, flew to Dallas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I had it one day off. That's how that went. It was <laughs> it was super busy. It was just it was a total, busy. total crazy world traveler. Yeah. And she had her fair share of lunatic stories to tell me but she's got this really good one that i think you people are going to really especially like so i have a question for you and our audience do you want to fly sun country airlines well i don't know do i no the answer should always be no 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 nobody nope nope no why so dallas i had a rental car never been to dallas before this so a little bit stressful on the driving side for anybody who's ever interacted with a story about me and driving. It stresses me the fuck out. Anyway, so I timed it I timed it so that I would arrive at the airport exactly an hour before boarding. I didn't want to wait around at the airport, none of this shit. 
I park in rental car land, and I have a Hold text on. message. Is this on the way back? Yes. Okay. I have a text message. Your flight is delayed by 40 minutes. So, strike one for Sun Country Airlines. At least they notified me, so it's less strikes than American Airlines got before. <laughs> Still a strike. Then, I get into the airport, whatever. The time passes that my flight was supposed to board. Still waiting. It took forever. I think my flight was, what, two hours late total, total? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. So then, it's time to board, finally. I'm like, Yes! Thank heavens, I can finally go home. <laughs> then, I scan my boarding pass. I go through the gate, down the hallway, down an escalator, onto a bus, on the bus for ten minutes, up a large flight of stairs, and onto the airplane, where a man was in my seat. <laughs> in my seat! Why was he in your seat? Because someone was in his seat! Well, that makes absolutely no sense. So someone took his seat, so he decided to cause problems for someone else. Right. Rather than deal with his problem. I asked him, I, I see him, and I said, I think you're in my seat, smiley face, thinking he was just a confused person. Yeah. Okay? There's lots of those. Lots of people don't really know which side ABC is and which side DEF is. It's very surprising. Yes, they get confused. <laughs> yep. Read above the seats. Anyway, and sometimes they get confused whether F is the aisle or the window. But whatever. Clearly I fly a lot. Anyway... <laughs> I think he's confused. And no, his answer, his answer to, I think you're in my seat, was, well, they're in my seat. <laughs> and I, I kind of just stood yeah, there. Yeah, he definitely wanted you to deal with his problem, not for him to deal with his problem. I kind of just stood there for a second, like, not really knowing what to say. And I said, but that's my seat. And then he got kind of sassy. And I said, you know what? This sounds like a you problem. <laughs> and I gave him that whole, like, heave-ho, click the mouth, thumb over the shoulder gesture. If you guys need a video, Mike may take one for you at a later date. Yeah, so I don't he, think so. Then he got, like, all huffy and angry. <laughs> he goes and he sits in the seat across the way. So I'm supposed to be an F. He sits in A in the same room. The flight... The flight is fairly empty at that point in time. But I, let me tell you, five more buses of people came. And the flight was very full. Wow. He got ousted out of four different seats. Four. He never never thought to move the people out his seat. Like, I can't. This one lady came up and she was like, I paid so, or yeah, she said, I paid so we could all sit together. Kindly move out of my seat. And he was like, go sit somewhere else. And she was like, move. Now. <laughs> Big sass. She was so nice and then she was so sassy. But yeah, he got, he got ousted like four times and never ended up back in his seat. He just finally lucked out and found one empty seat on the plane. I can't. I can't. What a piece of crap. Go sit in your seat that you paid for. Make those people move. Talk to the flight attendant. That's what they're there for <laughs> in the boarding time. I mean, if if I would have just done his suggestion and sat anywhere, I would have been the one ousted by angry lady. Well, yeah. Because exactly. that's where I would have sat. Sure, of course. It's natural. Right. Across from where you would have been. I don't know. But, you know, talking about people who drive you crazy. <laughs> have you seen... This press secretary. 
Have you seen her? Have you, with your own eyes, seen her? Curly hair, kind of short. Yeah. If she says one more time, we've been perfectly clear, I- I'm going to slit somebody's wrists, probably my own. <laughs> you don't need to say anymore. You've been perfectly clear. Yeah, yeah it's, it's worse than that, though. <laughs> Think about this. If you feel the need to remind everybody that you've been perfectly clear, about how perfectly clear do you think you were? I mean, (laughs) people are re-asking you the same question for a fucking reason. You weren't perfectly clear. You weren't even remotely clear. You didn't even get in the same ballpark as anything clear. Well, and it's so um, calculated (laughs) Like, there was recently I saw a video where someone asked her a question, and she started answering the question, and it was she was answering about Trump instead of Biden. And then she went, oh, oh, I got ahead of myself there. And, and then they gave, asked her and, about Biden, and then she answered and then, about someone and else. Then gave, yeah, and then gave a, di- gave a different answer then. And then later they asked a question about Trump, and she gave the exactly worded same answer. You played that one video the other day on the TV, and it was like five minutes of her answering people's questions, and she said, I've been perfectly clear like 11 times. Every single answer is, we've been perfectly clear. (laughs) The president has been perfectly clear. Oh, snap. Nobody's been clear. He has always felt this way. The president has always felt this way. He's perfectly clear about his feelings on this matter. (sighs) We've been perfectly clear. From this podium, we have been perfectly clear. Yeah. Well, how how Are come you, you sure? have to keep telling us how perfectly clear you've been if you've been perfectly clear? Right. It sounds like you've been perfectly murky. And you know why you've been perfectly you murky? You mean purposely murky. When you tell the truth, <laughs> yeah, when you tell the truth, you don't have to remember what you said. You know why? Because you can always tell the truth. But when you make up stories, you have to remember what those stories were. Otherwise, you're going to trip yourself up somewhere along the line. And that's their problem, is that they're so murky that they trip themselves up and they contradict one another. And how many times this, in the last two years have has his administration had to walk back something that he said? Like, no, 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 no. We didn't mean that. We're not I, changing our policy. We just talked about how long my last two weeks is getting. I'm pretty tired. I don't think I can count that high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, and I mean, and like, like, there's there's a guy that's down um, on Fremont Street. He's in a wheelchair, and he's an old vet, and he carries around these ginormous signboards. Okay, huge signboards. He really does not approve of Joe Biden, and he does not like Joe Biden. And his latest one was dementia? Question mark. I've always been this stupid. I mean, like. I really quite prefer so Joe and the Ho have got to go. Yeah, Joe and the Ho have got to go. That's the other one. They're, they're just hilarious what, what he puts up there. I have, to, I have to say this, though. Before anybody gets all crazy that we're bashing the left, when Donald Trump did the stupid things that he did, I bashed him just as mercilessly. Well, and you know, I was going to say, he's another one to, to bring up because they still haven't learned their lesson. The media is they. The establishment is they. Because the dude makes a comment that 
you know, these revelations from Twitter about what happened with our government. I don't want to go into those, by the way. So we're not going to go into those. But just say that, you know, things were revealed and it, it sounds like the government, you know, well, Twitter helped the Democrats win elections. It's just what it sounds like. And I'm just saying, I have no opinion. You know, that's a lie. But I'm going to stick with it. I have, no, have no public opinion on this matter. Yes. My, my opinion is my so opinion there. on this. I'm not going to say it out loud. So after he heard the Twitter thing, so after the Twitter revelation, he was like, you know, there are some rules and laws that need to be suspended so we can deal with this because, you know, yeah. um, what they did was was wrong and it's treasonous and blah, blah, He's blah, blah. He's just blah. as scary, but in a different direction. Well, yeah, and the thing is, the thing is, he's... Why does everybody got his be so fucking wrong. alarming? He's wrong. Like, we don't suspend laws because you don't like what happened. You know, I don't remember, before Donald Trump was elected, a president who was first term elected, who was so extreme. Like, they got yeah. a little extreme in their second term, some of them. Well, sure, they generally do, because, hey, now they're lame duck. Like, they're not right. going to come for re-election, so let's get our agenda out there. But look at, look at, look at Obama. He was a far-left dude. He really was. Uh-huh. But when he first ran for office, he was not a psychopath, okay? George Bush, not a psychopath when he first ran for office. Whether you think he became a psychopath or not is your prerogative, but he was not when he no, ran. I hear you. I hear you, and I even agree with you. I and think. the last two are so I remember polarizing. Saying, I remember saying to you, there's no way he's going to get even past the primaries because he's too crazy. And like... It's the one time the you were wrong that I will never let you forget. They embraced the crazy. I don't believe to this day that they embraced the crazy, but I watched it with my own two eyes that they embraced the crazy. So now I've got people who are going to write in and complain and bitch and moan that we you know, said some things against the left. Please note that oh. we've also taken the leader of the MAGA people and we've bashed the hell out of him too. You know why? Because extremes are bad people. I hate to use a term that the... Uh, that the the radical left uses, but the ultra mega is just as real as the radical left. Yeah, they're both terrible. Extremes are bad people. They're always bad. You do not want anything in the extreme. And I'm talking about these people that go from doing no workouts, they want to lose weight, and suddenly they're working out seven days a week, no rest, just working and working and working and working. I've been that person, okay? Right. And you end up, you get injured. You can't sustain it, okay? But, you know, you can't just throw yourself into things. you got to ease yourself into things. And I think, you know, the Trump people, the Trump people were a little bit crazy. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The radical left people were a little bit crazy. And then there's the people in the middle going, what the hell happened to what we want? So I have to ask you, I have to ask you a small sequence of questions to help with my understanding. Okay. Okay. I'm always I'm always of the opinion that the reason that you t- study history in school is so that you don't fuck up the same ways your ancestors did. Okay, I would agree with that one hundred percent. So, so my answer is yes. No, I know you didn't ask me a question. I was messing with your head, and it obviously worked. But your you mind thought. reading is slightly off today. Anyway, I want to know. Okay, when Donald Trump ran for office, a very polarized right wing group of people like went ham sandwich and idolized him. And, like, put him up on, like, the popestal. Joe Biden and Kamala are the same way. A far-left group idolized them and put them up on a pedestal. Nothing they could do was wrong, which is bullshit, because they both did a lot wrong. Trump and Biden. Both sides, yeah. Yeah. 
when when Obama ran for office, I know what it was like in Canada. Canada was like pro Obama because it's Canada. But it was not like every news article was talking about Obama and how fantastic he was. It didn't report on the Canadian news that Obama was the president for three days after the election. <laughs> like, okay. Was there a cult? An Obama cult? When he first ran for office? No. Okay. He, he won. He won on his stance on the issues. Well, because he was anti-war, correct? He wanted to pull troops out and solve that. Pro- I know. That way, well, we're yeah. only talking about when he uh-huh. ran. What happened after that is... Right, but yeah, that was, that was his platform. Yeah. Okay, now George W. Bush. I have to imagine this man had some fans since he's the son of a former president. But did he have a cult? No. Can you tell me any president before Trump that had a cult? Yes, Ronald Reagan, second term. I'm asking first term, never been president before. That's right, first term, never been president before. Cult. Ronald Reagan. He had a cult before he ran the first time? Like Trump-ish? Because he's a, I'm talking, only asking because they're both famous people. Very similar. You know, his big thing was trickle-down economics. Mm. You know, if the government does the right thing, then it improves the economy, it'll trickle down to the little guy. Um. Yeah, never That's quite worked, never quite worked that way. So no, nobody ever had a cult before Donald mm-hmm. Trump, except Reagan had a little cult. Yes, which became a huge cult for what? his second term. In fresh hell happened during the eight years Obama was in office that caused the right to cultify. Okay. <laughs> for the record. For the record. First term Obama, this guy here voted Obama. Then I watched how he acted, and he was so polarizing, such a polarizing person. Like, you know, when people would say, "Why did why didn't why didn't Trump say something about this or say something about that?" Um, I guarantee you that reason why it took a while was because his Natural habitat comment, from meaning whatever came off the cuff from him, would have been abrasive as hell. Donald Trump's natural habitat was a boardroom full of terrified interns. It was abrasive. Okay? Right. So, so it would have been abrasive as hell. <laughs> so they took their time to craft a message that he could get behind, but wouldn't be abrasive as hell. Well, Obama it wasn't didn't abrasive. I'll, I'll give him that. Obama didn't do that. Obama would just be like, you know, oh, well, like when the thing with happened with uh, Michael Brown in uh, Ferguson, he was like, you know, oh, well, that, that police officer, you know, he should be investigated, oh, yeah, you know, that. blah, blah, blah. That, that's wrong. The president of the United States was was um, arresting, detaining, and convicting a police officer without him ever... Seeing a judge and jury. Yeah, he was being the judge and jury yeah. all at once, an executioner. Okay, I have a, I have a, a final question. So he was, but the point is, he was very polarizing. That's what happened. Is he made the country like into this fifty fifty split? Before that happened, the dude in Ferguson that you just referenced, mm-hmm. I had never heard of a white police officer shooting an innocent black man before. 
And I'm, I'm only saying it that way because that's how it was framed to the entire world. I don't even remember what happened. Uh-huh. So that's irrelevant. I had never heard of that. I had never heard of the Rodney King riots, any of it. Was it a big deal here? Like, was it a regularly occurring thing that the media was, like, crowing about since Rodney King? In all honesty, as far as unarmed people of color being assaulted, essentially, by, by police. By very armed police officers. By the police would be about five or six times in a year. So you would hear in about it. In all honesty. Well, yeah, and they'd report on it because it was a big deal. So there'd you know, be five or six times. And that was it. But there'd be like maybe, you know, 20 in a year of, you know, where a person of color was the one who was shot. Mm. But what I'm getting at is like, for, you know, 15 of those 20 were armed in some way, shape, or form. And that's why they got shot. Interesting. Well, what, well, what are you getting at? I'm just, I don't, because I didn't live here, it's hard for me to understand where the real polarized lunacy started. And it sounds like from what you're saying, it happened like pre-Obama second term. It started in his first term, and it really solidified in his second term. Interesting. Okay, so I, I mean, I don't, I don't have any more questions, but I would like if he has explained anything to me that you think was explained poorly, because truly I didn't know any of the things that I asked the questions about, email us at info at yogispodcastnetwork.com and share with me your explanation of when things got crazy. Because I'm interested. Wrong responses only. (laughs) Shit. Tell me in the subject line if it's a right or a wrong response. Okay, please. I don't don't want to go assuming that something very true. Wrong subject line only. Oh, God. He's the worst. Anyway. With that, I say that I'm tired of this conversation, and I think that we should go to bed. I'm really tired of the SARS licking my toes, so good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.